Are you someone with a dream, passion, and desire to become an entrepreneur? Hi, I'm Corey Mosley, and I'm on a mission to provide education and empowerment to aspiring entrepreneurs. If that's you, you're invited to join me every week as I talk with everyday entrepreneurs committed to beating the odds and building their businesses. Welcome to the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. So for many of you out there that are thinking about making that move, you're working that corporate job right now, you're comfortable, things are going relatively well, it's not perfection, but what is? There's many of you that are sitting on the fence saying, is now the time, could I walk away from this corporate job? Well, I've got a guest with me today who did just that. After spending over a decade in one of the fastest growing largest corporations in the leasing business, walked away from it all, followed her passion into real estate, and has now become a multi-million dollar producer in just under a year. The person I'm talking about is Jennifer Taylor. She started her career in hospitality, but after going on to do mortgages, went to work for one of the largest corporations around during her 10-year career with a group called Regis. If you've never heard of Regis, if you've got a small business and are uh, starting an office somewhere, chances are you might have started in a Regis somewhere. They're global. They're in every country. They're just all over the place. Jen spent 10 years with that organization, rising through sales management, coaching, general management, team leadership. And you know what? Said March 31st, 2016, this is the day I'm going full throttle in my real estate career. Her first year in real estate, she closed $3.5 million in business became a Realtor Circle of Excellence Award winner and a multi-million dollar producer, top salesperson twice in 2017, and has closed $6 million in business so far already. Jennifer, thanks for joining the show today. Thank you, Corey. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to have you here because all too often, you know, people come from all walks of life, right? They come from all situations. And I have the idea in my mind, I've always said, you know, I was born in entrepreneurship. Les Brown has a saying, he says, he was not mentally fit to work for somebody else. And I always felt that was me, you know, during my career working for other people, but I always felt like born entrepreneur since, you know, my first Amway rally at like 14, I'm in the Richmond Coliseum, you know, shouting double diamond, go Eagle, right? Uh, We've all been pitched that way. It sound familiar? Yes, we have something else in common. I did the same (laughs) thing. I tried almost every multi-level marketing company that was out there. So for people who aren't born entrepreneurs, but they've got this thing, right? Some people call it passion. They've got this burning desire. They've got this feeling that, you know, they really could go out and do it for themselves, but they're in the corporate world. So me, I was never a corporate guy, middle management. I've worked with several Fortune 500 companies um, and had them as clients, but it's a whole different ballgame when you're working in that management rigmarole, the death by meeting, the what's the dial in, the, the you know, who's on the meeting, you know, who, who's on the line, who's dropped off the line, you know, all the, all of the stuff going on, right? The, the new directives, the come to Jesus meetings, all the stuff that goes on in the corporate world. You were doing that for years on years on years. Yes, I was. And you were doing well. So we know each other a long time. In fact, you know, for those of you that wouldn't know this, uh, Jennifer was one of the first people that leased me office space in, in one of my earlier companies. So we've known each other a long time. I know you were doing a great job back then. You really had a comfortable gig, right? Yes, I did. I totally did. I so just, you decide. Go ahead. I just always was very frustrated. I always felt that there was more, kind of like similar to what you said about being an entrepreneur. I always wanted to be in control. I wanted to wake up and have control of my day and not have the Monday blues every Monday, to be honest with you. 
Right. So what made you, you know, you, you kind of, what I like here is in your bio information, you were like very definitive. You're like, on December 31st of 2015, I got my license for real estate. Yeah. You know, like, like those were cornerstones, right? You remembered that. Yeah, yeah. What was the significance of that, uh, significance of that for you? Because for years, I thought about doing something. What could I do? It actually was a hobby of mine to play the real estate game. And my husband always said it was something that he thought I'd be good in. I never had the courage, I guess, to take the step because I did have a very cushy um, job, was there for a decade, and I, I knew what I had to do. I made the step on that day to finally jump in and take my license and and everything from there is history. I thought I was going to do it part-time. And then I realized that doing something like that part-time, something was going to suffer. Um, it was going to, I was going to have to pick something and real estate was going to suffer because when you're working for someone else, you have to do what you have to do and hit your targets. So I, I made the choice that I did not want real estate to suffer. And, um, I took the jump full force with no safety. So, so let me ask you this question because there's a lot of talk about side hustles and st- you know start on the side, work on work your job full time and your passion side hustle. And you made a good point that I think gets missed. And I'm not telling I, I've never told anybody don't do it that way. You know I'm not responsible for you paying your bills. You are, but you brought up an excellent point that a lot of people miss is what you give up or what decisions you have to make that slow down your progress or keep you from really fulfilling. I think of destiny. For me, destiny is working with other entrepreneurs, seeing people, bringing information to people that I've had the opportunity to acquire through wins or losses, right? And that's destiny for me, truly. The real estate's not destiny for a lot of people, right? Like crocheting's not destiny. Selling air conditioning units might not be destiny. But the idea of independence, the idea of, lifestyle, those things become destiny. What made you make that decision that part-time that you just didn't want to do it that way? Well, I started to realize if I worked as hard for myself as I do for the company that I was with, Mm. what could I do? And why am I doing it for someone else? So, you know, it was scary. I'm not going to lie. It was scary. You know, I walked away from a good job, good income, but I've never- People thought you were crazy. Your job thought you were crazy. They all do. And they still will ask, oh, how are you doing? And they give you that, (laughs) oh, like they want to hear it. But the reality is. They want to hear you say, oh, you know what? It's not going like I thought it was or it wasn't, you know, but you're on fire right now. Right. And they all, then the next line is, oh, but you have to work weekends and nights. Honestly, I work those hours, but I'm not working eight hours on a weekend. And I work when want to work it right. really has become a lifestyle not a job so how do you feel differently so like for me you talk about your date i remember the day when i first uh, obviously i spent a lot of time in the car business i remember and you talk about saturdays right that was prerequisite you know everybody works saturdays and i remember to this date even though it's been over a decade or more than a decade i remember to this day the first saturday i woke up i was the Le meridian hotel in new york I went up to the rooftop. It was snow was falling, starting to snow. I got in the pool. The pool was on the roof. And I looked up out of the skyline, and it was 8.31 in the morning. And I knew that I would have been normally in an 8.30 sales meeting about how we suck or what we need to do and 
you got to do a better job and close more business and all these other things. And I floated as best I could. I, I did my little backstroke and I floated and I just thought, this is going to be something. This is where I need to be. Yeah. How'd I, you feel with the first? I had the opposite. I worked and lived for the weekends. Monday through mm. grind. Couldn't wait for the weekend. By Sunday, I'd have the Monday blues. Then it moved up by Saturday afternoon. I had the Monday blues. And before you know <laughs> it, your whole weekend was dreading going back to work on Monday. Right. I, I just could not live like that anymore. And I no longer dread it. I no longer dread work to the point mm. where, I, like I said, it's a lifestyle. I work probably more hours in a week, but I'm helping people and I'm enjoying it, which is more important. It is. It is. So let me ask you, when you think about, you know, diving in, because real estate, tough gig, right? I mean, there's a million real estate. I, I remember my high school teacher, you know, sold real estate on the side, had the little magnet on her car. And I'm like, well, you're supposed to be teaching me, you know, arithmetic, <laughs> right? And, and, you know, so what, what are you doing? So it's such a tough racket. So many people crash and burn. How did you get in the game? start winning awards your first year, million-dollar producer? Like, what did you do differently, you know, going in to that hostile environment? I mean, real estate offices, I mean, really, to me, are just their workspaces to a certain extent. I mean, you're, it's feast or famine, right? I mean, right. tell us about it. Definitely, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's a hustle. It's not easy. Um, for me, the benefits outweigh the work. But what I did is I took the energy – that I put into my 10 year career and mm -hmm, I live mm -hmm. that in my real estate life. And in my 10 year career, if you didn't hit targets, you better believe there were consequences. And you know, the mm -hmm. ultimate would be that you don't have a job. So I live that day in real estate the same way. I just make sure that I keep doing what I need to do consistently. How's your discipline changed? I mean, there's a difference between having to punch a clock, right? knowing that, you know, you get there at 9.22 and have to punch that clock, sooner or later somebody in HR is going to realize that Jennifer Taylor can't come in on time. Well, what's the difference now where you, where you have the ability to a certain extent to control it? Now, you have appointments and things of that nature, but how have you developed discipline? Because a lot of people, they, they crack under the idea of going from the corporate rules, regulations, you know, the SharePoint server and how, you know, your, your link email and all of this stuff, right? They move from that structure and they crumble because they're not prepared for that. How did you handle discipline? I'm assuming you're disciplined because you're a million-dollar producer on your way to $6 million in or past $6 million in business. So talk to us about that. Well, I did exactly what I was doing. I have a plan, which my broker, I'm very thankful to be with a great broker. We mm. have a plan. I prospect in the morning. And for me, I play a game with myself as far as I can't stop until I make a certain amount of appointments. So I need to make sure mm. my appointments are lined up for the weekend. And then if I hit three appointments for a Saturday, then I can take the rest of the day and, and do what I call goofing off. But really, it's just right. relaxing a little and doing some paperwork and answering the calls and going about my day. What do you say to people who are like, oh, you know, I'm really good at, you know, baking, but I hate to sell. I, I hate I, I don't really like to ask people to, you know, buy my product. Well, if you don't ask, no one's going to buy. That's the first thing of sales. But what I do, I don't consider myself in sales. I definitely mm. help people. It's a big financial purchase. And I deal with people who are getting married, buying their first house, 
people who are getting divorced, and then people who are downsizing. So it's definitely a very emotional purchase. So I look at it as helping a friend and helping someone and just doing right by them. Right. So what advice would you have to somebody who's listening to this right now in the corporate job? They were exactly in the situation you were in just, you know, less than a year ago or 18 months ago. And they know they have a talent. They know they have a skill. There's something they wanted to be, they wanted to get into. What would you tell them they're, they're thinking about? Now, full disclosure, obviously, married, two working households. You know, there's some extra stability there. You're raising a family. There's some extra stability there. So, again, we're not telling everybody just to go run out and go off a cliff. you got to pay attention to your situation. But what advice would you give that person that has some means to go for it, but it's not so much the financial component that's held them back, but it's the mental component? I would say go for it. You have to go for it. You owe it to yourself. You're never going to get wealthy working for someone else, ever. We all know that, but not many people act on it. And the freedom mm. that comes with it is worth, you know, more money than anything in the world. Um, now, what if I'm a big CEO and I've got that one of those $10 million cushions, you know, one of those big stock option plans? If you were so happy with what you're doing, you would be thinking about it. So that's the first thing <laughs> to tell somebody. Good point. That's a good point. That is a good point. That's great advice. Let me ask you this. What's your craziest entrepreneurship moment thus far? <laughs> Every day is crazy and every day is different, which I love. But like you said, I'm a mama too, 15 and five. Um, there are many times I have my five-year-old with me and I get a phone call and it's a client that I've been working for and we've been scouring houses together and something pops mm. up and they have to see it. Um, you know, it's been a seller's market in New Jersey. There's been multiple offers and bidding wars on everything this past spring and summer. So we, were, we had to jump to see a house. I brought my five-year-old with me. <laughs> And, um, you right. know, he tagged along and thankfully it all worked out. She got the house. We were the first ones in, but those are the kind of things that you have to do. You have to drop everything when, you know, strike when the iron's hot. Awesome. I want to move to the entrepreneurship rapid fire section, but a question popped in my head that I wanted to ask you. You, you mentioned, you know, things are hot, things are good. Um, you know, bidding wars are going on. So I'm sure, you know, you and I knowing each other personally, we both believe in seasons. Uh, we know there's, rain and the sun and the, how are you preparing because you've come out of the gate strong hot selling a lot of real estate you know if you listen to some of the talking heads you know we're due you know for a downturn how are you preparing for that you know mentally because a lot of people come out of the gate have a lot of success and then times get tough happens in sports right guy was a college star in college gets in the nfl craps out he's gone so how are you preparing for what inevitably are the seasons of, of life? Well, for me, I'm, consistency is key. I also don't get comfortable, which I think is another important mm. thing to just keep moving forward and changing with the times. You know, you right. know, technology is where it's at. So we're changing myself as an office to be the up and coming, you know, devices, technologies, videos, different things to capture clients and be knowledgeable about right. Awesome, awesome, awesome advice. All right, let's move on to the entrepreneurship rapid fire section. This is the segment of the show where we get some insights from the things that these entrepreneurs are into. Okay. And I ask you some secret questions, Jen. No, I'm not. <laughs> All, right, I'm All right, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, first question Are you PC or Mac? I'm so Mac. What's your favorite credit card been for small business? Oh, my goodness. I don't, I'm not a credit card person. I'm a debit card. Oh, oh no. We've talked about this. 
we've got to get you on the program. Okay. <laughs> now, I, I need sound effects. The wonk, 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 wonk. Okay. All right. We're going to fix that. Three, um, physical planner or digital planner? I do both now. I was always okay. I'm trying to cross to digital, but I don't trust it. I do both. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite software to manage your business right now? Right now, we have Century 21 has a system that we're trying to work with. So we do a CRM. All right, so you're using the, the factory CRM, basically. Right. Mm -hmm. I know this answer already, but the audience doesn't. Starbucks, Dunkin', or other? I am a Dunkin' girl. Dunkin'. Yeah, Dunkin's been winning lately on the show. They've, they've oh, really sorry. been winning. I got to get some more West Coast people on here to, to get the Starbucks going. <laughs> thank you card or thank you email? Uh, definitely thank you card. You send them? I do or you just them. like it better. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I send, I send them, especially when I go. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So when you read, are you a hardcover gal, a tablet gal, or an audiobook? Hardcover. Hardcover. Mm -hmm. What's your next big goal? Next big goal um, is definitely doing um, the next level of Circle of Excellence, which is silver, over six mm -hmm. and a half million. Um, coming very close this year. Not sure, sure how it's going to work out, but I'm going to keep shooting. Either way, I just want to keep growing the business each year. Okay, awesome. And finally, one day with any mentor, they don't have to be famous, one day with any mentor, I mean, excluding me, of course. Yeah, right. Who would that, yeah, who, <laughs> who would that be? Oh, my goodness, that's hard, Corey. I don't know. Hmm. I really, I, God, there's, I, I don't know. I, it's a tough Any mentor, you had access to anybody, who would it be? I got to tell you, I've always been a Tony Robbins person, so... Okay, that's, that works for me. That's kind of where I'd probably go. Just motivation, excitement. Yeah. One day with Tony, you'd probably be exhausted. <laughs> yes. You'd be exhausted. <laughs> you'd be exhausted. Awesome. Awesome information. So finally, as always, it's time for our entrepreneurship trivia. Okay. And the way this works is I'm going to ask you a trivia question. If you get the answer correct, I'm going to donate $25 to the charity of your choice. If you get it wrong, you'll be donating $25 to the charity of my choice. Are you ready? I am ready. Excellent. According to the Small Business Administration, the SBA, how many new businesses get started each month? Here are your options. A, 256,000. B, 543,000. Or C, 845,000. What's your answer? I'm going to go with C. C, 845,000. That is wrong. <laughs> so, so this is excellent. I'm raising so much money on this show. B and C. Okay, give me the answer. The answer was B, 543,000. I'm raising so much money on this show for the KLM Scholarship Foundation. I'm just going to be the hero this season for everything. So, yes, I'll be sending you the link uh, to collect that $25. Right. Jen, listen, I want to thank you for taking the time to do the show today. How can people, you know, obviously we have international listeners, but if somebody's in New Jersey where you're licensed and you apparently at $6 million and climbing know what you're doing, how would somebody get in touch with you if they were listening to this and they're Jersey people are looking to relocate to Jersey and want a great real estate agent? You can search Jennifer Taylor on Facebook, Century 21 Crystal Realty, or my cell number, which is 856-816-1543. That's awesome. Jen, thanks for joining the show today. Thank you, Corey.
And as always, I thank you guys for listening. Make sure to visit us online at fearlesswithcorey.com. And as always, I'll leave you with this. Keep the mind sharp, the vision clear, the resolve strong, and you will make it. I'm your host, Corey Mosley, and I'll see you next week on the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. Are you still there? I just want to say thank you again for listening to this podcast. Our podcast is distributed to several different sources like iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, plus, of course, our own website. And it would mean so much to me if you liked the show to leave a review. It, of course, helps to build our popularity, but it also helps us come up in search engines so we can reach as many entrepreneurs as possible. So can I count on you to leave a review? I know I can. Thanks again, and I look forward to sharing with you next week.